Come, Holy Spirit, come with your power and your grace and your mercy. We pray that you would make our minds, our hearts, and our souls the fertile soil that you proclaim in the gospel. Your word may bear abundant fruit in our life. Lord, illuminate these scriptures and this great mystery of the ascension and the coming Pentecost for us. Convict and console our hearts. Speak, Lord, for your servants are listening. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Today we celebrate the ascension of our Lord Jesus Christ. And if we pay attention to the reading today, you, you, I don't know about you, but you'd be a little bit surprised at the response of the apostles and Jesus' disciples as he ascends into heaven. They're glorifying the Lord and they're praising God. I know for myself that if the Lord was leaving, I probably would not be celebrating. Like, okay, Lord, like, you need to stay here. Don't leave, stay. So why are they, why are his apostles at this point, why are they praising Why are they celebrating this fact of the Lord's ascension to heaven? Because at this point in their walk with him, they believe what the second letter to the Hebrews says, that that last line, that the one who made the promise is trustworthy, that they trust the Lord, that he told them, he told them, unless I go, like it is good for you that I go, He's saying this at the Last Supper. It is good for you that I go because because if I don't go, then the Father will not send the Holy Spirit. Again, I'm thinking like, no, 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 Lord. You need to stay. You need to stay. But they, they, at this point, they believed that Jesus making this promise to them, the promise he also had told them that I will never leave you orphan and I will be with you until the end of the age. Like, I will be with you in a different presence through the presence and grace of the Holy Spirit, the Lord present to them in that way, even closer than him physically there. They believe this. Now, the truth is that they didn't always believe the Lord in these situations. We know that Jesus told them over and over again, like, hey, I'm going to have to be captured, and I'm going to suffer, and I'm going to be crucified, and I'm going to die. But on the third day, I'm going to rise. So he, he, he gave them forewarning multiple times. And then when all these things happen, what, are they, what happens, right? They're running around. They're scared. They're hiding. They're just struggling to believe. And so they have this experience already of like, oh, my gosh, like I'm so overwhelmed with suffering. I'm so overwhelmed with the reality of Christ's death. I'm so overwhelmed with the fear of my own potential death that it's hard for me to even remember or to believe the promises that Jesus has proclaimed. But then when he does come, when he is, he he breaks into the upper room where they're afraid after the resurrection. He says, peace be with you. Then he spends 40 days with them. 40 days pouring into them, walking with them, teaching them. And, and, and so at this point, they're like, okay, like, we had this experience. We had this experience of great suffering, of great difficulty, of great fear, and the great temptation, right? The temptation over and over in those three days, like, hey, 
He wasn't who he said he was. He wasn't who you believed him to be. He's dead. And so you should go home. You should hide in fear. And when Christ breaks into that, in you know, his resurrected reality that's there, then the Lord just removes all of that fear. And he's present to them. So at this point, they've, they've had that experience and their faith has been deepened through that. So that when Jesus is ascending, they are confident. No, the one who made the promise is trustworthy. And he told us to go back to Jerusalem and to wait for the promise and the gift of the Father. And that Jesus says that you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. And so they're rejoicing and they're praising God and they're praying because they believe the Lord. This is one of the, the questions that today's gospel, today's feast, and as we're approaching Pentecost, ask us personally. When we're in a difficult space, and those temptations come, God is not who he says he is. God is not who you thought him to be. The Lord is not providing in the way that he should provide for you. Don't believe. Run to something or someone else. It's a temptation. I mean, in, in, none of us are immune to it. None of us. The saints are not immune to this. This is the reality. The tempter comes in these moments. I, just for myself, the last couple of weeks, there's like this thing happened and this thing happened and this thing happened and this is like in the succession of things. And I'm like, man, come on. And I, I, this strong temptation, you see, like the Lord is not really concerned with you. He's not really concerned with any of these things that maybe you feel or actually are really important. So, but now, can you trust him? You know, we begin to try to control things then and grasp at things and fear wants to sneak in. All of these temptations, the enemy sneaking in. And it's in those moments that we have to, like the apostles today, remember, no, I know that the Lord is faithful because I've experienced it in my own life. I know that the Lord is trustworthy because of he is who he says that he is. And so we, we cast out, and then, you know, just get behind me, Satan, and Jesus, I trust in you. That the Lord is the one who can be believed. He is the one who is trustworthy. And then to, to move into this, right, we're, we're coming up upon Pentecost. And so what is the thing that we need to believe the Lord for? Many things, but one of which is the coming of the Holy Spirit and how that changes our life. Changes our life. Jesus says, you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. Like, that's the truth. What is the power? What is the power that the Holy Spirit gives us? I want to I focus on four things. The Holy Spirit gives us power over sin, over our past, over suffering, and over fear. As we're, we're approaching Pentecost, Pentecost is a week away now, and we need to be praying for a deeper outpouring of the Holy Spirit in our own life and the power of the Spirit in our lives over these things, over sin, first one, right? Like this beautiful to begin to see in people's lives and experience this in my own life, like 
man, this is sin that I feel like I'm never going to get out of. I'm never going to go anywhere. And it's just stuck in the mud. But to begin to believe and to be open and to cooperate with the movement of the Holy Spirit, then freedom and victory over sin happens. It's possible. If, if you are someone who has had that experience in your life, tell other people about it. Because they need to be encouraged of the movement and the grace of the Holy Spirit in your life so that they can know it can happen in their life. Now, yes, we're, we're going to continue to struggle with temptation. We're going to stumble along the way. But we have to believe. We cannot settle into like, no, this is never going to change in my life. That the Holy Spirit works and he comes with power. And he changes us. The second thing is over our past. Sometimes we can feel like either sins that we've committed or harm that has been done to us that like that defines me in some way that defines me and that I'm never going to be able to get out of this. It's a lie. It's a lie. St. John Paul II puts it this way. He says, you are not the sum of your weaknesses and failures. Like that's not your identity. But you are the sum of the Father's love for you and your real capacity to be conformed to the image of his son, Christ. And so the Holy Spirit can come into our life and to heal and to transform and to make new, to make new, that we become a new creation in Christ so that our past does not define us, but what defines us is the movement and the power of the Holy Spirit, that we are sons and daughters of the Father. The third thing, suffering. Being Christian and having the Holy Spirit in our life does not um, make us free from suffering. On this side of heaven, we will suffer. It's just a part of our life, part of this imperfect world as we're journeying to the Lord. But the Holy Spirit can give us power over it so that it doesn't cripple us to the point that we're just bound up. The Holy Spirit gives us, one of the gifts of the Holy Spirit is fortitude and strength to move forward in suffering, that we can even unite it to the suffering of Jesus so that it becomes transformative and redemptive in my life and in the lives of others. And not something that cripples us. And then victory over fear. Fear is one of the things that it just binds us. It continues to bind us in so many ways, so many different types of fear. But St. Paul says this when he's speaking about the Holy Spirit. You have not been given a spirit of fear. He's talking about those who have been baptized. You have not been given a spirit of fear that you should fall back into slavery, but a spirit of adoption in which we cry out, Abba, Father. He also says a spirit of power and of love and of self-control, that this is the movement of the Holy Spirit in our life and that it is true. That as we open ourselves up more and more to the grace of God moving in our life, that no, things are not perfect, but the power of the Holy Spirit changes us. and gives us victory over our past, over sin, over suffering, and over fear. We have to believe that the one who made the promise is trustworthy. So we're approaching Pentecost. And this week, I want... I want all of us to pray together for a new outpouring of the Holy Spirit in our lives, to prepare for that grace, and, and that whatever temptations come upon us, but nah, no, God's, you can't trust him. But we just, in the name of Jesus, just cast out those fears 
and we, we trust in the Lord. And there are two things that, that, that I want to finish with that can block the Holy Spirit's deepening in our life. Two main things. One is sin, the biggest one. Now, sin, we all sin, struggle with sin, right? But particularly if there's unconfessed mortal sin, we need to come to the sacrament of reconciliation to remove that from our soul, to remove that block, to remove that wall so that the Holy Spirit can enter in anew. Let us not be afraid of the Lord's mercy ever. Totally merciful. And then the second thing is faith. Like we have to believe that these things are possible, that the Lord moves. Now, all of us have imperfect faith. We're just honest, right? And that, but faith is a gift from the Lord. So ask him for it. He says, ask and you shall receive. Seek and you shall find. Knock and the door will be opened. How many of you, right, who he says, how many of us who, who struggle with sin, who are evil, give, I would not give our sons or daughters a scorpion if we ask for an egg, stone if we ask for a fish, right? How much more will the, the Heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask. How much more will the Heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those of us who ask? Let us believe that Christ has made the promise and that he is trustworthy and that as we open ourselves to the Holy Spirit, he gives us power. We become witnesses. Witnesses of the, the change that sons and daughters of Christ that that Holy Spirit comes into our hearts. So let us pray, not only today, not only approaching Pentecost, but every single day, like, come Holy Spirit, give me faith, convict me of sin, let me run to the Lord for his mercy, and grant me power. Power over sin, over fear, over suffering, and over my past. Lord, we are tempted to doubt your promises. As we approach Pentecost, grant us faith. Increase our faith. Lord, increase the gift and the movement of the Holy Spirit in our lives. That we may claim our identity as sons and daughters and receive power from on high. And that we will be your witnesses until the ends of the earth.